Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. So I want to talk about planning your promotion strategy through the end of this year. It is very close to the end of the year now, it feels like. And I think a lot of us are starting to sort of shift gears into thinking about what our goals and plans are for 2020. But also there's a couple of months left. There's still more to do for this year. And there are things we can do this year to help set ourselves up for next year. And so maybe this was a little bit of a trick topic because I know I'm saying planning for the end of this year, but really since we are so late in the year right now, What I'm really trying to get you to do is think about what you want to be doing next year so you don't wake up on January 1st being like, okay, these are the things I wanted to be selling in 2020. Why isn't anybody buying them? You know, your promotion strategy for the rest of this year should be setting you and your business up for success in what you want to be working on next year. So that's what I want to think about right now. What should we be doing for the rest of this year that will, yes, of course, help you hopefully help you reach your goals and meet your goals for this year. You know, it's not like we're only going to be talking about selling or whatever for next year, but that's what I want to be really thinking about is how can we use what we're doing in these next couple months to actually set us up for January and the beginning of next year, because that's the big mistake I see people fall into a lot is, okay, they wake up on January 1st and they're like, I'm ready to go. Like, this is what we, what I, my goals for January, this is my goals for this new year, blah, 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 blah. But what they don't think about is that they actually should have been setting themselves up for that for the last couple of months so that they can really hit the ground running. So that's what we're going to do. We are not going to wait until we're ready to start, you know, we're not going to not talk about things until we're ready to start selling it. We're going to start talking about them now start promoting it kind of in a casual way now so that down the road, it will make sense for people to buy. Marketing takes time. Promoting something today doesn't mean people are going to buy it today. You know, if you want them to buy something three months from now, start promoting it now. Start kind of talking about the topics and the things that will make them be thinking about it. Bring up reasons for why they might need it all of that kind of stuff now. So they'll be educated and kind of primed for what you're then going to offer. Of course, some people might want to buy something immediately and that's fantastic. So that's why I say it can also help you reach your goals for this year. You know, make sure you're getting your whatever sales or customers, clients, whatever it is this year, but mostly we're setting ourselves up for later. So I want to think about four ways that we should be promoting ourselves through the end of this year. You can also, you know, you might want to kind of go beyond that. You can be thinking about how you're going to use all of these ways at the beginning of next year too. But for the next couple months, I want to think about how you can get involved with any events that would make sense to help get yourself out there, how you can get involved with media opportunities, how you can make those happen for you, how you can use personal outreach to, again, build your business, build up as much visibility as possible. And then how you can kind of tie it all together through your actual content plans, you know, your direct marketing, your digital marketing from all the things that you normally put out to your customers and your audience. So obviously, if there are other ways that you usually put yourself out there, reach out, you know, reach your people, think about that too. These are kind of four easy ways that I think everybody can just kind of put together a little calendar for the next couple months and 
set yourself up for success. So first of all, I want to start by deciding what your offers are going to be. What do you want to be known for? Um, So it's not just what you're selling people. It's not just like, this is the thing that I want people to buy. It's what you actually want to be known for. Do you want to be known as the go-to expert for this or that? Do you want to be known as, you know, the business that does this one thing or the person who people come to for help on this certain topic or the business that's always involved in the community or whatever it is? Think of one or two, maybe three things that you really want to be your main push for the first quarter of next year. You don't want too many. You don't want to have four or five things. You don't have six things. Even if, you know, maybe you are going to have six different offers or six different products, whatever, that's fine. That's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about the main things that you're going to be known for. So again, that's not your actual product or offering, but it's being an expert in your field, you know? So then maybe you have three different offers about, you know, that you're selling of, of, of one of your services. That's fine. But what's the main overarching thing that you do? Write those down and be as specific as possible so that you know exactly what it is that you want people to walk away with. Think about it this way. What is the one thing that you want somebody to say when they are talking to somebody else about you or your business? So it's, oh yeah, have you been to so-and-so yet? Like that is the place to go to get your eyebrows shaped. Or, oh yeah, have you heard of so-and-so? She is the person you need to go to if you're looking for a new job and need help Um, with your resume. So once you've written down what it is that you really want to be known for, then you want to think about how you can tie these in to all the opportunities that you can find or create. So how can you get this out there as much as possible in interesting ways that will reach new people? So I'm not just talking about posting on your own social media here. That's never what I'm talking about in terms of marketing or promotion. Your marketing strategy has to be much more well-rounded than that. And that's not to say you can't be doing that, like, but I'm just thinking about other ways that you can be reaching new people who are not already following you. So one of the ways, as I kind of alluded to at the beginning, the end of the year provides a great opportunity to get involved with events. There are a lot of events at the end of the year, and it can be a really good way to get yourself out there more. Whether or not you're a local business or you know, maybe you help people mostly online, but you still live somewhere, right? You can still get involved with something or you can even get involved with online events. That is a thing. And if that's your realm, then you know what I'm talking about. So think about what you can get involved with. If you can't find anything yourself and we can't find anything out there that makes sense for you to get involved with, create something yourself. Get together with one other person who has a similar style brand as yours or a couple of people, a couple of like-minded brands and create some kind of event that makes sense for all of you guys and your audiences to come to. At the end of the year, there's a lot going on. There's usually a lot of things related to the holidays. There's usually a lot of philanthropic events. You can try to find something to get involved with giving money or getting involved with something that, you know, at the end of the year, people are always trying to do good things, right? So there's a lot happening. Or you can just host some kind of celebration because everybody's always celebrating at the end of the year. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily tied into the holidays, but you can do a, you know, anything related to the end of the year or whatever it is. Create something if you need to. An event is a great way to not only, obviously, you can invite anybody who you know who's local, 
that's getting yourself out there. You can invite other people to get involved with it if you want to, other brands. You, you know, you can post it on like calendar listings for your community, almost use it as like a PR opportunity, let people know that event, the event is happening and it's open to everybody if that's the kind of event you're doing or make people feel special for being invited and make sure that they have a great time. And that way they're associating your brand with a wonderful experience. So look into what's going on, look into what's, what's already existing that you could participate in and or what you'd want to create. We're not talking like five or six things here. Like you only need, you don't need any, but you know, I'm thinking of like one or two events. It's not like you want to have like your end of year, the year totally packed with events. It just doesn't make sense, but make a calendar of events. And you can go even into the first few months of next year when you're looking at this stuff. If you see something that's taking place in January or February, because the thing is you can also use events as a way to kind of, you can start talking about them beforehand. You can start telling people that you're going to be at this or you're going to host this or you want to invite them to this. So talking about it a little ways in advance is a good way to actually build up the hype a little bit. Make sure that everybody knows you're doing it and make sure that if you do want people to get involved, that they have time to do that. So don't feel like you're only looking for like October, November, December here. If you see something in January or that's what makes sense for you to host something, that's fine too, obviously. But mark it down on your calendar. Plan that out because there's a lot more you can plan around that that you also want to be able to make sure that you have time to figure out what else you need to do, not just talking about like the planning of the event, but how else to actually promote the event to make sure that you're going to get everything out of it that you can and weave it into all of your other marketing opportunities, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. But the next thing I want to talk about is what pitches that you can make for the media. So how can you use take these same main topics, these th- main, main themes that you want to be known for and pitch them to the media? So again, these are not the offers themselves. These are not the things you're actually selling. Nobody's going to, it's not necessarily going to be a story about the fact that you are now offering, you know, website audits or whatever for this price. Like nobody's going to write an article about that, but it's more about what stories can you tell that may help get these main themes that you want to be known for highlighted in some way. So what can you show about yourself through an article that would draw people in and get your ideas across, even if it's in a subtle way? So maybe one of your things you want to be known for has to do with the ways that you help your community, right? You're a community-minded business and brand, and you want that to be one of the things people think of when they think of you. Maybe you pitch an article to your local publication about how you've helped a local organization do X, Y, Z. If you haven't really done something that newsworthy yet, but you know this is one of the core things that you want to be known for next year, then you can consider doing something now. So consider holding some kind of a fundraiser right now before the end of the year kind of goes back to even the event thing that we were just talking about. So you can raise money, gather or gather like items together, do some kind of like drive, you know, food drive, clothing drive, diaper drive, whatever it is that you can give to a community organization and then send a picture of you dropping it off to your local paper, something like that. Those are ways to like get yourself out there. Obviously you're doing something good also. And like, I'm not suggesting you just do a good thing because you want to get recognition for it in the newspaper, but (laughs) you know, assuming you are a good person anyway, and that is one of the, like, that's, that is an important aspect of your business. Like that is, that is a good way to be able to make that happen. That's kind of a simplified version, but this is an example of how, you know, the kind of things that, well, it's not actually promoting your business offerings or something you're 
actually selling right now, but it shows the ways that you're helping your community. And so now when people think of you in your business, they'll make that connection and they'll think of you in that way. And there are a lot of other ways to use this too. That donation example might be kind of like an oversimplified, obvious way, but you know, if you want to be known as the go-to person for social media management, for example, you could pitch a piece on tips on how to get your business's social media set up and running smoothly with strategic posting ideas, you know, that you wouldn't otherwise think of or something to an online business magazine. Again, that's kind of a basic idea and probably most publications will already have an article on that. So you obviously have to be careful to make sure your pitch is actually unique and something that that publication will want to run, but you get the point. So think about ways that you can be offering value in a way that will also drive home the fact of what, what it is that you want to be known for. So think about what those could be for you. Figure out what you want to be known for, how you can show that and get it across through some media pitches, how that you know can translate into an article. And again, I just can't stress enough, like the article does not have to be about how you do this or how you do that. It's an article that gets your personality across and gets, in a subtle way, one of these main themes out there. That will be a lot more effective than trying to pitch the fact that you have this or that offering or something like that. Nobody's going to want to write an article on that. And it doesn't come across as well to the people who are reading it anyways. It's not going to come across as well to prospective customers or clients or whoever it is you're trying to reach. So write down these ideas, what the pitches are. And when you want to make them, you want to probably make the pitches in November and December. Think about which pitches you'll send out when and to who. We have much more information on how to actually do this, I think, in probably previous episodes. And I have a lot of information on my website, polinapierre.com, obviously. So yeah, think about who you're going to send them to and when, and also how you will use these articles once they've come out to further drive home what you want to be known for. So it's not just to have these articles come out and that's that. Not everybody's going to read the article. Not everyone's going to see it the day it comes out. How else can you build it into your content strategy for the rest of the year and even the beginning of next year, depending on when these will come out? Because again, we're setting this up now because things like media take a long time to come to fruition. So we're making the pitches now in hopes that these will probably come out early next year. But if they come out before then too, you can use that obviously sooner. Yeah, sharing it on your website, putting it out in your emails, putting it out in your social media. So, and not only the article itself, but using the same key themes from the article and from the pitch. So that even if right after you've made the pitch, for example, before the article comes out, you've made the pitch and the writer or the editor that you pitched is going to check out your, you know, your site, your social media to see what you're all about and see if, you know, you really know your stuff. It's great for, the things that they'll see there to coincide and be consistent with the types of things that you're pitching them. So if you pitch them something about how like this is like a main thing about your business, make it easy for them to actually see that when they go to look at your social media pages or whatever. And same thing, if somebody is going to see, you know, one of your followers, somebody in your community already is going to see that this article just came out about you and they read the article, make sure that, you know, it takes a lot of times of seeing something for things to actually drive home in a person's mind. So you can have an article come out about something that you, you know, that you pitched, but then also have like kind of a 
again, consistent content coming out in like the next email that they'll be receiving from you. So they'll be like, oh yeah, like that really makes sense. I just saw they had this article about that too. And like, obviously you don't want it to be exactly the same, but similar themes, similar topics, similar ways of thinking about things so that it all makes sense in their head when they're seeing these things all together. And it just helps tie things up together, helps make things make more sense for people. And it helps, again, it helps just serve as additional ways for them to be seeing similar messaging so that then it'll be easier down the road for them to make a decision to buy your thing or sign up for your services or whatever it is that you want to be essentially having them do next year. So, okay. So you have your main topics. We've talked about ways to get you out there in events. We've talked about ways to get you out there through events. You have a calendar made up of what you're going to participate in when, and you have thought of ways to pitch the media and when you're going to put these, you put that in your calendar too. When are you going to make these pitches and how, but how else can you reach people? One thing that I think people overlook a lot is personal outreach. You have great customers or clients, for example, that you want to be sure to reach out to in some way before the end of the year. This is a good opportunity. Make some kind of thank you or some kind of friendly touch base, you know, not necessarily selling something or pushing yourself in some way. This is not what that is, but just as a way to touch them personally so that they remember you and think of you at this time and know that, you know, you're still there thinking of them. Maybe it's something where, you know, they came in four or six months ago for some kind of service. And you're like, you know what? A personal, little personal outreach can go a long way to be like, you know what? I know you came in at whatever July and I thought it might, you might be due to come back in for another service or obviously depending on what it is your business is. That little extra touch of just contacting someone, just checking in with them can actually go a long way. It can make somebody feel like a VIP. And again, even if they don't book immediately, they're going to remember that you thought to reach out to them, that you thought to, you know, help them remember to come back in or whatever. And it also puts you top of mind again. So maybe they have a friend who's, you know, looking for something similar and they hadn't thought to recommend you for some reason. But, you know, since you, if you check back in tomorrow, they may be like, oh, you know what? My friend would, would love to come here. I'm going to tell them to come check you out or something like that. It's just nice, I think, to have a little personal connection in this day and age when everything is done kind of through automated systems. You know, maybe they get your monthly email, maybe they see your social media, but it's not the same as, and I'm not saying you have to call them up in person or like drop by their house or anything either. Like it can still be, you know, an email or a text or whatever makes sense, depending on how your, what your relationship is with them and what kind of information you have for them but it can be done in a much more personal way. Or maybe you even send them a card, which is not something you normally do, but you do have a mailing address for them. Again, end of the year is a great time to send a card and just be like, just wanted to thank you for being a great customer or client this year. That's literally all it takes. It doesn't have to be anything else. So yeah, beyond that though, I also think you can Think about people who aren't even your customers, other people in the industry or other people in your circles who are just good, would be good to check in with. You can identify some people who, someone who's just out there a lot, you know, who talks to a lot of people or is always at, you know, out at events or has a big circle that you don't necessarily know everybody in, or just like the type of person who people go to for advice, or you've noticed that people just 
tend to follow their lead when they do things. You know what I mean? Like there are those people out there like that, like who influence people, you know, and I'm not talking like an Instagram influencer, but just like a general real person who might be like in your business circles or personal circles who actually do tend to kind of influence people. Like you can tell that like when they go do something, then, you know, all their friends end up doing it too, you know, because they probably recommend like that they got a great haircut somewhere. And then next thing you know, four or five of their friends you're seeing all going to the same hairdresser, something like that. So that's the kind of person we're thinking of. And you can just want to have connection with them, whether or not you've talked to them about business in the past or not. Um, But you can just be totally honest about it. You know, it's not like a shady marketing practice to be like, oh, I want to like talk to this person and get them to recommend me to people. It'd just be like a normal real person, just approach them in a personal way. And you know, but have a plan in mind. Like what kind of people would these be? Who who would you want to reach out to? Who would you like to connect with before the year is over? Um, if you're going to try to make some personal connections like this and, and how would it make the most sense to be in touch with them? And um, what do you want to say to each one? Basically, what do you want to either ask or say or offer whatever it is? Again, depending on what your relationship is with them so far. But you can just be like, you know, I'm trying to put myself out there as much as possible. This is what I'm working on. This is what I'm trying to do for my business. If you have anybody you know of that would make sense to send my way, please do. Or whatever feels right for your business, you know, and and you might want to say if there's, you know, if this is another business owner or something too, you might want to say, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you in business. If there's any, any people that I might know that would be good to send your way, like, let me know. So it's obviously, you know, feels like a a two-way street. It's a reciprocal type of relationship. But again, just putting yourself out there, just trying to think about who I can make connections with that would help bring my business forward. And how can I do that in like just a really personal way, just so that these people, again, have you in mind and will think of you for recommendations or their own needs if they have them, you know, definitely don't make it seem like you only want them to send in their friends or whatever it is, you know, be like, I'd love to help you in any way I can but I'd also just just want you to have me in mind. You'd be surprised, I think, a personal connection can go a long way. I think you'd be surprised by how much that can affect something, kind of a, a big ripple effect. You know, you talk to one person in a really personal, great way, and whether they're a current customer or client or not at all, then they could talk to four other people who could end up becoming great, amazing, ongoing clients. So you just don't know. And I think that that's a really overlooked way of just making more connections and putting yourself out there a little bit more. And I think it's a really easy way to kind of add in one other element to your to your promotion plans for the year. And just trying to tie it all together too. Like maybe it's even inviting them to your event or one of the next events that you're going to take part in. Like, you know, I'm really, I'm doing this event in the next couple of weeks and I'd love to, to have you there. And it just feels like a personal invitation because I also think personal invitations help make people feel like you thought of them and makes people much more likely to actually come to something. So especially if you were going to invite them anyways, you know, reach out really personally. Don't just send them the mass event break link, you know, make it as personal as possible whenever you can. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about was just your other content. So you probably already do some of this stuff, you might have some of it planned out. But the thing I want to keep in mind is to set your audience up now for whatever it is that you want to be basically promoting come next year. So create informational content for your emails, your social media, your website, blogs, whatever that may be. 
start thinking about what makes sense now for what you want to sell a couple months from now, and then create the informational content, create some kind of the background information that is going to get them interested in it when you're ready to sell it. So again, because they're not going to buy the thing as soon as you put it out there, probably. I mean, hopefully some will, but most won't. It will take some time. So think about how you can start setting them up for it now so that by January, they'll be ready to buy it. So if you're going to sell, you know, some kind of service starting in January, think about now, like what it is that would maybe hold people back from buying it. What it is, what there is about it that people might not really fully understand or be familiar with that you should start informing them about now before they know you're even trying to sell them anything, you know, is there informational details about whatever it is, or like about the need that they'll have? Um, Maybe they don't even realize they have the need. So what kind of content can you create to start talking about that type of information so that they'll be like, oh, wow, that really makes sense. So that then three months from now, they'll be like, oh yeah, I remember seeing something about how this year it's really important that I, this is super oversimplifying, but like that I needed to start, you know, creating a social media strategy for my business. And I just have been seeing information being put out by this business all about you know, why that's so important to have a plan, how having a plan can make things so much simpler for my business and how it can make my days more streamlined and I don't have to think about this stuff. And now I see they're actually selling a service for helping me create a strategy. You know what I mean? Like that's super oversimplified, but that's what I mean. Start putting out that kind of information so that then when you're selling the thing, it's solving the problem that they've kind of been thinking about now because they've been seeing the information you've been putting out about the problem. So that's why it's good to think about this stuff in advance because you can think about what you're planning to put out and work backwards from that to figure out what you want to start putting out now to set them up for that. And also weave into it all the other things we've talked about. So you're also weaving in information about the events, weaving in topics that have to do with what you're pitching to media and hopefully weaving in the actual coverage once you get articles in the media and tying that stuff all together so that It's all cohesive and making sense. And when you talk to somebody or have somebody who's looking at your content, it all makes sense. It all works together. And they're like, oh yeah, this all totally makes me think of this one overarching theme, which is the thing that you want to be known for. So again, put that all into your calendar. (laughs) Make this, this is all part of a plan. So you've got your events, you've got your media pitches and, you know, hopefully articles when they come out. You've got your personal outreach. When are you going to be reaching out to these individuals and how? And then you've also got your content plans. When are you going to send out emails to your email list? When are you going to send out social media posts that have to do with all of these things? When are you going to write a blog post that is going to further drive home one or two things that you want to be known for? So list those all out so that you know exactly when you need to do them and then you can stick to it. And then you won't get too bogged down by the end of the year and everything that's going on. And by the time January comes, you'll be like, here's my new offer. (laughs) This is what I'm promoting. You know what I mean? And it's all going to make sense because you've kind of been building up to it this whole time. So put the plan together, stick to it. I challenge you to maybe try one thing that you haven't done in the past. If any of the things I've said so far are things that you maybe haven't tried yet, Go for it and see how it helps. And let us know on Instagram what one big thing is that you haven't done in the past that you're adding to a promotion plan for the next few months 
There will be a post about this episode. So go look for it there and let us all know what you're going to do. And obviously let us know how it goes. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.